Naria here. Welcome to the next episode of Naria Lemaire Nutrition. What are we going to talk about today? Today, we're going to get into one of my favorite topics, fiber. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to talk about fiber, what it is, why do we need it? What does it have to do with gut health? And so first, what's, what is fiber? Where do we find fiber? Now, first, if you haven't received my freebie on fiber, make sure to comment below and I'll definitely email it to you. But what is fiber? Fiber is a substance, a substance that your body does not digest. What does it mean? It goes right through us. <laughs> Where do we find fiber? We find fiber in carbohydrates. Yes, I know carbs get all the bad rep, but honestly, like carbs have fiber. So yeah, I love carbs because of that. And because potatoes are carbs, like who doesn't like French fries? Who doesn't like chips? I don't know, but I know I do. But again, all in moderation. Anyhow, you find the fiber in fruits, vegetables, and whole grain foods. They're all going to have a different amount. Just remember, women need about 30, men about 40. Nice and easy number to remember. And as you're increasing your fiber, you want to make sure you're having enough water. Otherwise, you may feel a little bit bloated or constipated. But these are the foods that you find fiber. Now, there are two different types of fiber. And if you heard my other episodes, if you're on my Facebook, and if you're my client, you already know. You already know this. But hey, let's review it. There's two different types of fibers, soluble fiber and insoluble fiber. Do you need both? What do you think? Yep, you definitely need both. It's not just let me have fiber to have fiber, but make sure you have both types. Now, let's start with soluble fiber. What is soluble fiber? Just that, soluble fiber Soluble fiber is going to be fiber that thickens, gels. Think of it like, who's, who's tried chia seeds before? This is, this is like a nice and easy example. Who's tried chia seeds before? What happens when you put the chia seeds in the water? They thicken, they gel up, and that's why we have like chia pudding because it gels up. That type of fiber is so important now, why do you, what do you think happens when we consume soluble fiber? It thickens, it absorbs. That means it can help improve your blood sugar levels. Mm -hmm. It can also help prevent, um, or it can help improve cholesterol levels because again, it prevents, it absorbs, it absorbs, and we want that absorption from a soluble fiber. So it, as it's going through the, your GI system, it, it's, think of it as just grabbing stuff, just grabbing stuff and absorbing and thickening. <laughs> right? That's how I like to imagine that. Now, insoluble fiber, insoluble fiber is just that. It's not soluble. Think of the skin of an apple. It's not going to absorb, not nothing. It's just going to go right through you. So why do we need insoluble fiber? Insoluble fiber helps with the bulk of the stool. It makes bowel movements easier. Makes it, it forms it. I'll try to see if I can po post the Briston stool chart here at the bottom, but if not, go to Google and go to Briston stool chart. There's different types of stool textures. We wanna make sure we're right in the middle that lets us know that your gut health is pretty good. Now, insoluble fiber, fiber the texture, soluble fiber absorbs so this is especially important 
for individuals who are trying to prevent um, or who are experiencing high levels in blood sugars, try to have some fiber before a, a high carb or a carby meal and see how your blood sugars react. That's what I always say. If you know you're gonna have like a whole lot of fries or, and I say this because I like fries, or potatoes or a chocolate cake or some crumble cookies because again, I like crumble cookies, then have some fiber before, maybe some Metamucil or a different product and see how your blood sugars react. And you, you should notice a difference. You should notice a difference. Everyone will be a little bit different because you have your own body, you have your own system, but overall you should see some improvement. So do the, do the test, do the test and, and just see how it goes. And if you haven't seen, by the way, if you haven't seen GSC's Thicken Up or Gel, grab a glass of water, put maybe a tablespoon in there, do a little shift, come back in 10, 15 minutes later and you'll see that it'll start to thicken up. It has the same effect in your body. And one of the biggest things I see is, or I hear from my clients is, Naria, I can't get enough fiber. I'm having a lot of difficulty getting more fiber. Now, I think most individuals that at least before I start working with them, they may have 10, five grams of fiber a day. And that's even pushing it. Some people don't even have that much amount. But again, how much do you need? Women, 30, men, 40. Usually, I don't think till this day I've met someone who's at that point when I met them. I know it took me a while to get there because I didn't know how to get that amount. So let's talk about a few tips. Now, if you feel that you typically don't have fruits and vegetables, you don't have colors in your days, you don't have whole grains, start taking a supplement. Supplements are totally fine. Um, one of the supplements that I like to recommend, or a few of them include, like from the company Regular Girl, or fiber supplements from bacanale.com, or even Metamucil. Those are some nice and easy ways to get more fiber in your day. Does it mean you need it forever? Not necessarily. Now, I will say that as you increase your amount of fiber, your body does have to adjust. Again, your body has its own process. I can't say this enough. So if you typically don't have enough fiber and then one day you just blast 20 grams, your digestive system is going to say, whoa, whoa, like we're not equipped for this here, buddy. You're going to get some bloating, some, some, some gas here, some, maybe some constipation. You, you, we're not equipped for this. But if this is new to you, just keep adding the fiber. Keep adding the fiber. You can do it gradually. Make sure you're also increasing your water. That bloatiness should go away in about five days. It's just your body adjusting. Don't get scared. Just keep it going. Now, as you increase your fiber intake to meet your daily goal, then at that point, you can decide if you want to remove the supplements or keep them. There's a lot of supplements that have pre and probiotics, which is definitely beneficial because, I mean, it has both. But if you feel that, hey, these supplements are helping me meet my fiber goal most days, then just continue to take them. Or at least just have them handy so the days that you are very busy and you don't have time to incorporate all the color that you'd like to, you have the supplements there ready to go so that way you can at least have, or um, you can at least meet your fiber goal every day. Make sure that as you create your health goals that you make them easy. There's no point of making them difficult. Complication kills success, to be honest. Make it nice and easy. Do you know you have a busy schedule? Do you know you have a family? Do you know you have to clean your house? Do you know you have to do these things? Most likely, yes. So if you know you're going to be busy and you're doing 40 plus hours a week at your job, create low hanging fruits, easy to achieve goals. Make it easy for yourself. The easier they are, the more likely you're going to do it. 
right? So on my lazy days, if I have just all raw food, I, forget about it. I'm just going to go to Chick-fil-A. But if I have something cooked, uh, meal prepped, I'll just put it right in the microwave and then just hang out. Make them easy, make healthy easy. There's no reason to overcomplicate anything later. Again, if you want to get fancy, go for it, have a ball. But if you're just starting, low hanging fruits, supplements are a way to really get your fiber in because again, most individuals are not even at 10 grams a day. Now, now as you're creating your low hanging fruits with the fruits and vegetables, no, that frozen is 100% okay. And to be honest, frozen products like fruits and vegetables, they tend to have more nutrients than fresh ones. Can you guess why? Well, think about this. And an apple. An apple goes to the store and how long is it sitting there? I don't know. You probably don't know either. And as it hangs out there, it lose, starts to lose nutrients, starts to lose them over time. Versus one of the fruits and vegetables that are frozen, they're frozen in the peak of perfection. So right when they have the most nutrition, they are frozen. Then you put them in your freezer and all that nutrition is just frozen waiting for you to, to eat it. <laughs> right? And making smoothies with frozen veggies and fruits is, is just easier process. It's probably going to be creamier and all that good stuff. So make sure at the end of the day, you have a variety. You have a variety. Again, variety is the biggest thing with, with nutrition. But have variety of fresh, of frozen. You want to make sure that, hey, uh, my fresh is old, it's trash, or I don't have any. Then you can just go right in your freezer and grab some because, again, make the process easy. Make your goals easy to achieve. There's no reason to overcomplicate things. Just start with frozen. I know that 90% of the time I have frozen fruits and veggies, so that way I can just go right in there. If I get too much fresh, it's it, I'm pretty certain it's going to go bad. I'm just not even going to joke with myself. Maybe one, maybe later in the future, I'll be more <laughs> responsible with that. But now I know frozen works for me, fresh here and there, but mainly it's going to be frozen. So see what works for you. Um, be real with yourself, be real with the process, and then go on from there. Grow as time passes.